So I hopped in the cab and I paid my fare See, I know my destination I'm just not there I know my destination I'm just not there Yo, welcome to the newest episode of So You Wanna Be An Artist, the only podcast that's for the artists, by the artists, every single week. <laughs> um, I'm having a mad, mad five minutes, to be honest. I'm moving house, uh, packing up all my stuff, stockpiling things. I've been in the studio all weekend, so I'm a bit frassed at the moment, um, don't even really know what to talk about because I'm my mind is scattered, it's everywhere. Um, but some really exciting stuff coming for the podcast. Some new, new, some uh, rekindled relationships, some exclusive content. Buzzing, it's gonna be sick. Um, just a little bit about where I'm at right now. I'm moving house. I'm leaving London, which is uh, a shame and a shock to the system. But it's something that I have to do. I'm going to lock myself in a room for at least a month. And I'm going to get good at something that I want to get good at. There's something that I want to do. And there's only one way of achieving that. And that is minimal distraction and complete <coughs> dedication. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm not waiting for permission or the circumstances to be right to to do this thing that I want to do. So I'm taking control. Um, and I'm going to go lock myself in a room. And I'm going to get, and I'm going to get good at what I want to get good at. <clears throat> I think that's important. I needed a change. And while I'm changing, I've quit my job and I'm doing all of that stuff. Why not change your location? Um, sometimes you have to force yourself in a decision as well, into a decision as well. Because I don't really know what to do with my life. If I'm completely stone cold, honest and vulnerable with you. I don't know what I want to do with my life. I have some ideas and obviously I want to use my mind to to live. And not have to work a job. And not have to give myself to somebody that I don't believe in. Um, yeah, so sometimes you have to force yourself into a decision. And that's what this is. I'm going to go sit in a room and lock the door and I, it's going to force me into a state where I'm like, all right, I hate this now. I want to get out. So I have to make a decision about what it is I'm going to do. So hopefully it can help me decide if I need to make a sacrifice or help me decide if I need to uh, swallow some pride or some ego and just really realize my place or if it's just going to make me see that I'm nang and I can I can do whatever I want to do. So nothing really profound to talk about this week. Um, just real life situations, really. And just a whole heap of figuring out what the fuck you want from the world. But this week's show, on a lighter note, um, I've got, I've got a, a, a good guest, a good guest. Um, if you haven't heard of them before, then make sure after this you go back and listen to the stuff that they've put out. The people that they've worked with are incredible. The stuff they do is good. Um, and you know the attitude's there. The attitude's right. So I'm going to get into a song now. So you lot can hear the levels and then we'll jump straight into the conversation. Hashtag S-Y-W-B-A-A if you want to chat to man. If you've only just found this podcast from some remote location. At Kane Chatty on Twitter. Holler me man. Let me feel the love. Them that collectors, uh, ain't coming. 
me since then Don't ask how I did it Don't think your son I just did What had to be done And oh lord I did it Oh lord I did it Guests on the podcast this week, Zane and Kelvin, who uh, make up Collective Saz. Round of applause, everybody. Hello. Ooh. Yes. Let's see, I finally got enough people yeah, in here yeah, to make yeah, it sound yeah, like yeah. I've actually got an atmosphere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Usually yeah, I'll no, use like a... sound effects. You, yeah, you can be cheers, like, no. you know. <laughs> yeah, there perfect. Go, That's yeah, lovely, yeah, lovely, yeah, lovely. Yeah, there we go. Now we're talking. How you doing? Uh, blood pressure's probably a bit high. Eating too much sweets lately. Yeah, it's like McDonald's. Yeah, McDonald's too. Like I don't know what's going on no, in the I've diet. I've been eating fruit this morning. Yeah. First question I ask everybody who comes on this podcast: What is art? Who wants to go first? Actually, I should mention as well. Yeah, that there is. Oh, I am talking to two people mm. for the first time ever. So um, there's no plan for this one. We're just Next gonna roll. We're just, just, just gonna roll. Yeah. Rolling. Just rolling with it. But yeah, what I is art? Lead, I can lead. Okay, from me, for myself. Art is something that, as a maker, you kind of do without thinking. But then as a receiver, whether be it of my own stuff, for myself, it is kind of whatever was going on in the back of my head that I, that I got out without thinking. And that's kind of how I look at it. However, when I listen to other people's music, it's kind of portals into whatever they were thinking or feeling that they made possibly without actually thinking. So... Mm. That kind of is anything you can have that kind of interaction with is art for myself. Yeah, no, I, I heavily agree with that. I think like it's like what create it's it's like the most honest way of I think of expressing yourself or uh, what was happening at the time. Some people don't. I think everyone can create art. Some people are just sort of maybe don't want to step out of the box or something i don't know kelvin may sound like he's shy and reserved but the reason why i got these two on the podcast is because earlier this week kelvin was very vocal on social media about um about some stuff which i'll let him go into some things i think we should start on that because i think that Mm. that's going to lay the foundation for the rest of the conversation Mm. do you remember what can you remember what it was that you were talking about well like well, I was. What what's like what goes on uh, in the in the like whole creative or music game, whatever. People that you know actually know, like basically, like more time will show more, more support, more attention to what's current, and sort of ignore, ignore what's around them. What's actually what people like who who they're actually involved with, who they're directly connected to, which is like self destructive. Like if you really think about it. So you think that there's too much attention on like kind of the bigger artists when and people are neglecting the ones that are in and around them mm, not like too much atten- like if you have your attention like that's your deserve like anyone I, I'll, I'll be paying attention I, i'm not saying i'm not guilty of that i'll be paying attention to what's like what's more accessible what i'm hearing more also it's it doesn't it's not hard to also show support to like people around you. I don't want to. Bait, I'm not going to bait you out too much. I'm just going to read a couple <laughs> of the tweets. Yeah. Because I want people to understand the, the passion that it came across yeah, with. No, it was Fuck all this fake love. You think your own people who show you love will support your hustle and your music, but it's all fake. The people you physically see and physically talk to will rather show love and support any random that's current and popping. But it's cool. But it's cool. Fuck you. When Saz is popping, you're gonna be more, you're gonna want to be showing support. But by then, it's too late. I don't know you no it's more. Too late. It's too late. Shit is sad because if everyone supported their so-called Speak. friends, we would all be ahead. Mm. We're all trying to do the same shit mm. here. It was that tweet we'll, that yeah. resonated I, the most. You know what? Yeah. I will lead off literally what you ended with. 
it's that too late. conversation came off the back of like my girlfriend's ill. I hadn't even called Kelvin because I'd just been busy taking care of her. I, like I, we had some great news basically, and that there's a lot of potential for our next few months to be out in like America, Hawaii, and all that stuff. So we were excited, but I I was excited, sorry, and I hadn't been able to share it with Kelvin. But yeah. on, during the phone call, we kind of had a discussion. We realized that a lot of the friends that we show support for, we go see their shows. And that, yeah, we don't do it all the time because we are human too. We're both at uni doing our own lives. Everyone's busy, you know, everyone's got their own lives. We're not saying you need to show all the support in the yeah. world. That's not what we're saying. Yeah. But like, even little things like retweets and stuff, like, I don't even tweet about my life as much anymore. I'm trying to get out of that habit. And it's because I became a bit of a recluse where I was just making music <laughs> and working on uni stuff and stuff, just trying to get my head down and stuff. And within that said time frame, we have our own selection of friends. Like, it's not any call-outs. It's just all, it's all love, isn't it? We all share love. And it's just sad that we don't feel the same love reciprocated from yeah. our... It's not from strangers. We don't care about strangers. Those texts are about our friends. Not, yeah, not yeah, yeah. call-outs, just, just awareness, like general awareness. Like, but by no guys, means is like, it personal. Yeah. It's not, like, um, just applied to us. Because after I said that, I was like, I'm ranting on behalf of like everyone that's trying to like live off their mind. Everyone that's trying but to. That's what it felt like to mm. me yeah. as well. It's mm. like I have mm. the same mm. things. Yeah. I have people who listen to exactly. the podcast and I can see it on my SoundCloud mm. stats. Mm. But it's like, that's the thing. you've we never retweeted see, once can... and you've never told me exactly. that, you, you, that you fuck with it, but you you listen to it more than with anyone. pro accounts, you know, like we literally can see, see down to a T who is listening yeah. to things. Yeah. And so that like, is what we mean. Like we. Thankfully, I think it's probably a great thing. We ha- Our main fan base isn't even the UK. UK is our number one most listened to country, right. but that's only like now, Japan, how many Germany. years later. Yeah, it's always been Japan, America, <laughs> Germany, France, Canada. Like, yeah. so those are the people that love, love, love to our, Japan, yeah, they, they, Germany. Yeah, they, they're the you people see. that buy our albums and they're the people that actually support us. Yeah. And there's friends that say, and like, I think... Because as a producer, I produce for a lot of different people as well. I like, I just sometimes sit there and I think, you know what, if each one of you literally sent one text message, we would all be in a much better place. And literally. the thing is, because I'm setting up our whole SAS empire that, like, okay, the SAS project, the art community, that was created with the idea that artists could send in their work, we could couple it with our music, everyone's getting extra attention because people have incentive to share and it's a good incentive it's the honest incentive as Kevin was saying mm. so you have that side of thing that manifested we have the SAS agency which is also the whole idea of getting people work people design jobs in the industry where they might not be able to get their foot in we make a little bit of money in between but that, the whole idea is everyone wins so yeah. we're, we're, we're actually building and we're yeah. getting big yeah, investment yeah. and everything. And like, we're I, now sitting at a point where we're like, what are we going to yeah. do? I because feel like, we've yeah. always wanted to do the stuff to share, but we're not even seeing base level, like, care and attention. We're thinking, why and should we bother? We like, feel, we feel like, that's like there's an illusion, yeah. I feel like there's an illusion about the whole thing, about there's not enough space at, at the top. I feel like that's just an illusion to like, so there's more than enough space there's, yeah man like that, we yeah, make the rules that shit that like, shit there yeah we, we dictate how big the saying? table because is because if we're if a set amount of people from us are getting to the top then then we will bring each other to the top like it's not it's a myth i feel like it's something to like basically keep us like keep us down there like some something that's been always impl- implemented from like don't know who it don't know where it comes from. It's like it's weird though. Like, and it, I feel like it does it, keep it hinders us divided. It hinders yeah. us. It, it hinders, hinders us from something so basic. It hinders us. Like all this bougie behavior is not is not needed at all. Mm. At all. So where does it come from? Mm. Like where does this um want to help other people come from with you two guys? Because there's a lot of people that help people, but you don't really know whether it's genuine or whether it's coming from like a real place. Where does it come from with you two? Mm-hmm. Do you know what? For myself, probably just the way my granddad was. It's like my granddad, God rest his soul, passed away in 2012. When he passed away was the moment in which I quit my job and spent all my money on studio equipment and started producing. I've been a musician since I was young, but like it was the first time I actually went out and made it my main goal. And that was 
where everything began, began on this side of things. But my granddad as a person, like, he was a guy where, like, he, my grand, my mum had seven brothers and oh. sisters. And then, so that's already a house filled with people. But then my granddad would, like, find homeless people and, like, get them work and blah, blah, blah. And, like, that has trickled down into my mother's generation. So then there's obviously lots of them that are like that and still kind of employed. And within that, I have, like, literally an uncle that's worked for Ferrari and another one that's at NASA and another one. Do you know what I mean? So I have the full spectrum. And most of them are musicians too. So this is a whole group of people that I've watched be able to flourish in a whole business world and be able to flourish family-wise and flourish and help people in helping. Them. And yeah, and they've never... Yeah, there's things that can sometimes happen, but generally they were always happy. And my girlfriend, I will talk about this earlier as well, like everyone's looking for the key to happiness and it's so obvious it's so in everyone's face and everyone's ignores it it literally is be happy it's a choice yeah obviously not obviously sometimes there's real life world things that get in the way you have to work to survive yeah it's enjoy the little things like everyone's in a everyone's on their own journey now i spent my time a couple of summers ago literally driving around, chilling in parks, meeting old people in Hampstead and rich areas. And the reason I did it was because I met a lot of people who aren't trying to get somewhere. They've done it. They're up there. They're now retired. They're They're lost lost now because they're bored. They don't know what to do with themselves. They're fucking depressed. The kids don't come to see them and it was sad. That's where they're at in their life. And I found very easily that these are the people that I can say, yo, can I have a hundred grand towards projects? And they say, yeah, because they're at a different stage in their life. Do you know what I mean? So I'm not trying to battle. That's why deals don't mean anything to us. None of that stuff means anything because we actually have all the means we need available, but we just need things to put it into. And the mm. things we want to put into, we're so now others, other people, other avenues. We want to help, like, yeah. we'll create like a place that's not just it's not just Saza as musicians making music, but as sort of like in like a create like a completely sort of empowering creative powerhouse that just does everything so that we can like all so win. everyone we so can all we win. Can all win. Yeah, it, like, it makes sense. But, and then like what I was getting at with what I was saying is that when it, like as the time comes that stuff like this starts to happen and then people start paying like it just loses like the how organic things can be and I feel like I don't know I don't know I feel like a lot of people a lot of people also feel like that um hence why as you said that people like can't even listen to like the podcast or our music that's where it starts like this like, you have to can't like just start up there everything has to start from the ground kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And like, mm-hmm. obviously the people, love mm-hmm. to the people that are with us here, like on the ground, like that's that's love. But like, we feel like it can can be made easier for everyone else. Mm-hmm. So mm. to, starting from the ground, where did you two meet? How did you two meet? Because <laughs> uh, even though you're quite similar, you strike me as two completely different yeah. people. Yeah, see, yeah, see, completely like, yeah. Like, like yeah. I don't I, know. Okay. Ahead. First of all, worth a slight difference in age. Kelvin's 18, oh, 18 yeah. and I'm 22. Okay. Very, That's not yeah. a long time, but obviously within that said time frame, we've had different lives. I went and traveled the world mm. and toured I was in different in Brazil, countries I'm and blah, Brazilian. Blah. I was yeah. like, came here when I was like five mm. or something. So we've come from different, very, yeah. very different lives, very different experiences, I would say. Yeah. yeah. So straight away, that's that. And then I met Kelvin about, okay, so after the first year of Saz, Saz began as Sean and Zane. Sean is the old drummer of my old band and like my best friend. He was the one that basically taught me to produce and stuff. And like the hip hop jazz stuff was very much led by him. That's where I learned to produce. And then over time I finished my traveling, I came out, he went traveling. Once he came out from traveling, music wasn't as much of a goal for him anymore. But that was okay. That was natural life progression. We did a split. Can't forward. force nothing. Can't yeah, force yeah, nothing. Yeah. So at that point, I kind of thought, well, I don't really want to make the hip hop jazz stuff anymore. And that's when I started going towards 
only like sampling myself, only play because I play guitar and everything. So I thought, might as well make use of what I have. Mm. Now, I was in Berlin. Was it the first year? Okay, no, the first year I was out in Berlin, I start. I had the idea for the SAS project, as I said, bringing the creatives, and came back, hit the ground running with that. A year later, I went back, and this time I was just there deciding what I was going to do as my next musical step. So I was on Twitter. I'd just been writing music and just chilling on Twitter, and I saw there was this girl on my timeline that I'd basically. Who's my ex? Shout out to my ex. She, <laughs> Shout out, Kim's cool. She it's, had it's tweeted good. something similar to something I just wrote. So I was like, oh, blah, blah, just DM'd her, talking to her, just, just having general conversation. And she was like, oh, my boyfriend plays bass. And at first I was like, oh, fuck, boyfriend. <laughs> and I was like, I need a bassist. I was like, what's his number? <laughs> so she said over his number, like, we just yeah. started talking from then. Yeah. We didn't meet up for a while. Mm. And then from the day I met Kelvin, we just made like yeah. a whole album of work. And then yeah. just like, well, I, I was, I'm, a, I'm, a, now, I'm like... a jazz bassist. I used to come to where we are here to rehearse, like, in jazz bands. I used to play double bass, jazz bass since I was like 12, mm. 13, piano, jazz piano, like, and then guitar and bass kind of. Zane can play bass as well, like, they, yeah. They kind of. So I literally yeah. started this yeah. different style of music so it was different upon style. meeting Kelvin. So, if you, if you will, on that transition yeah. with. It Sean. was like a fusion yeah. of our, our influences in it, like, my, mm. me being much more like jazz and sort of like, um, in it, indie as well. Very, that's why I think me and Zane have a, a very strong common ground is our influences yeah, from our indie, indie music. Indie indie vibes man so 20, 2016 vibes like oh just watch the next next couple things coming what mm. about zane mm. was it you was like you know what i want to stick with this guy and, and you know and what try it was so like when we when 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 we sat in the booth at first he pulled like pulled out three different bags of curry and that and it was like <laughs> yeah. well, like course let's sit down do do the do the what do, what what are they called sarah rituals you know what i'm saying <laughs> Ceremonial yeah, rituals. rituals and that before for creating. So obviously, like done it, and then sat down. He showed me like a track they recorded on guitar, and then instantly, I, instantly I just saw it. Like instantly, I was just like, and that's how most of our, our that's most instantly like our creative process. Mostly, Joe Zane was telling me something, I'll just see it. We'll just do it straight. So that was the from the from the get go. The first thing I heard, I saw what I wanted. I saw what I had to play. He pressed record. Like it was a one take, like shit. It was a it was a one take, um, straight, like perfect. Uh, made like three songs, like was it three songs in that? Like, yeah, we did three yeah. songs the first session and they in did, the first like, session. Four, four, five. We, we yeah, we, we banged our EP. Like, we banged our EP guitars. basically in the first month or something of knowing each other. So like from then the chemistry, I guess, was just mad. We would have this. We never ended up re- releasing this, um, mm. but um. It was mad. It was mad. We've, had, we've yeah. still had things from that project. Like we've got mirrors using some of the stuff now. Mm. Like we found other homes for Shout it. Out but, me. Yeah. But that's what I love about the whole Saz idea is that there's someone mm. new on every single mm. song. Mm. Pretty yeah, much. yeah, yeah. And it's like you mm. guys have such a good taste, mm. and also it's so like you just know you know mm. about the people mm. that are around yeah. you. So like, what was that? Um, when did that decision happen to be like, oh, you know what? I'm going to get clever. Koji okay. on this okay. song. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> this is why we never released the first project. So we had a singer, also similar situation with uh, the old drummer. She recorded like two tracks. It took about a, a year or something like that to do mm-hmm. it. She just didn't, she was in a, a year different... for two tracks. Yeah, but imagine we had banged, we had recorded all the instrumentals in a month. It was ready, good wow. to go. And like, this is the thing. So we're making and loads and of yeah. other things in between yeah, this. We, we, and it's we, like... The thing, yeah, that's another thing that made us click together is that we like to just do things, like do things, do things, do things. Like, and people are, like that we work with generally get that vibe. But like she was just a different, she was just a different, different place, I guess. Yeah, right? different place. That was all it was. Yeah. She was at a different place in yeah. life where it wasn't her focus. Yeah. So yeah but like the thing is she was going to be like the lead singer yeah so, like so we had a, yeah we were songs like level. rasp take care all those songs were the songs that she was on and yeah. like we Two had a whole out. we had a whole kind of movie but everything we had so many things in the works that we kind of had to put on the back burner 
Yeah. Basically, we had time, a setback. Yeah. yeah, at that time, I still wasn't really singing on songs. And I had just based, like, as I said, I went from the instrumental hip hop jazz with Sean to Kelvin and I started the stuff. We just got in New Singer. She is now kind of doing her own thing with life. So then it was like, what should I, I might as well just start singing again. Eh? Like I used to sing when I was younger mm. and then I stopped in high school when my voice broke and then I played yeah. guitar for a rock band so I didn't matter. Then I did acoustic folk when I was traveling so I didn't really need to. And it was, it was only at that point where I thought, well, I'm fed up of waiting, let's just yeah. do it. Mm. So that was for myself. But within the time frame, I still had all these musicians I'd met over the years. Just, yeah. just You'd be surprised how many people and, you meet when yeah. you run a community that involves sharing stuff. sharing like people shit. are always sending me emails talking to me blah blah like a lot of the people we work with they're all our friends like they're more than just friends, but they came at through the music entirely through yeah. the music like, and then like we've just we we're just blessed to like know just amazing musicians like, mm. Char- like even mirror like, mirror Mira, Mira, Mira is James, one everyone. of our like closest yeah kind of assets like i love that girl we will like she'll be performing with us for everything we possibly can because it's no work with her the same way calvin and i just sit down like mm. i go through like the night of my birthday last year mira and i recorded nine songs together on in one night yeah in one Jesus. night nine songs it was ridiculous it was so, and i like Bang these up. are whole songs made on the spot including instrumental mm. and everything and like that type of click like it's, it's, it's blind to not make use mm. of it yeah and because I think one of my main abilities as a person has always been my ability to create a chilled environment where you, I try to enforce you to just express yourself. And <laughs> just do your, yeah, and that's the thing. Like People yeah. come to my house and like not really want to open their mouth. And I hate having to do this, but like certain people I see being worth the effort. My perseverance is key. Like, And that's why we always get that extra bit more out of someone. To... Did you feel that when you first met him? Yeah, 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 defo. But I, I thought, yeah, cause like it was, yeah, it was just chill straight away. But how you must have been? How old were you when you met? Si- I was sixteen. I or... was first year of uni. Yeah, I think I, I was sixteen. Was, yeah. yeah, yeah. So what's that like as a sixteen-year-old to come in with this guy who like quite clearly knows himself very well and has yeah. travelled the world and has some yeah, experiences yeah. under his belt? Like how, how, what's your mind like when you you meet him and he's like, should we form like a a collective? I was just very down from from the start. I mean, like, um, I guess like I've always been more comfortable with old people that are older than me. I don't know. Um, I feel like I've I have an old like old people around me say I have an old mind. I'm 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 a fun guy. To, yeah, you know what I'm saying? no, actually, it's, I don't think about it when I, cause yeah. Kelvin lived in Enfield and I was at Hertfordshire first year at uni as I said mm. so it wasn't too far 25 minutes but Kelvin was always chilling with the people like a year above him year two years above him so yeah. I met a lot of people in Enfield that were basically a year younger than me so when you are, when it's all of us together it doesn't yeah, seem yeah, so much yeah, like there's yeah, that yeah. gap in the middle because he's there with the older but and yeah. I'm there with slightly younger do you know what I mean it, yeah. was, a, it was a balance all no, the time and yeah that. from the start I was very like yeah sick because I, I at that point I was in like five bands like from from, in, from my school I went to a very musical school in it and um like I just love that I'm the environment comfortable in that environment from 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 when I was young and like so I was just like yeah sick and then there was a bonus that me and Zane like got on really well like brothers like you know what I mean so like it was cool. It was like it was. It was never. It was always like always like chilled. Always has been. Like it will be times where like we will have things. Life happens, and then we'll not like link up for time. But then we're always like consistently doing music. And I guess that's like when that happens. When we sort of that happens, it always puts us in different places. And I feel like that's how we've met like the people that we have and like and that we work with currently. I feel like. Cause like I so like people like Joe who we constantly work with and we really saw his things with like I just, I met him from when I like sort of wasn't seeing Zane more Zane met Mira from so like we all kind of it's so it's, it's, it's I think the people around us and this is a thing in general like it just like the place where you are that shows how important it is to like try and being like good places like places that are where you want to go I think 
Mm. Because then you, the people around you are bound to be people you're going to like mm. click mm. with mm. and mm. form that organic When you start creative relationships, what, what is it that you're looking for? In the other mm. person, we don't. We don't look really, for anything. Yeah, we just, what I mean. yeah. it's just it has to be like, as long know, as it's raw, like organic raw people, from the people. start. Yeah, people, people, people. So we very easily can sum up what someone still isn't. Let's not say we're like ah oh, picky and choosy, but no. at the same time, like I stopped years ago being a session producer. I don't produce for random people unless I think why not, and I'm having fun in this era. But generally. I don't have to do anything I don't want to, so why would I? So straight away, <laughs> eliminating all that, you're only going to really have people that are along the same mentality, people that you can sit with for days and not get fed up with being. Yeah. I work especially well with people that don't need to hear something 10 million times. Like It's true. Yeah. All, the, all the best people we work with, like we all freestyle stuff from the get-go. Like We mm. don't really write anything. So having other people that can do that with, if we can do it all together, it's all great. Mm. They're people we work with. There you go. It's that simple. Mm. Yeah. Literally. I've clocked as well that you guys have built up a little relationship with Red Bull recently. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Red Bull. see, it's interesting because we went there. We we kind of won a session. We won the date. During um, the Red Bull birthday week. Yeah, yeah. They had a competition where you could win... The day for this, the the studio for the day. My girlfriend sent me the link. I I just sent in scum actually, sent in scum, and scum. I will cough and they That's said I want it. I'm like cool, awesome, let's go. So I went there and I went to the studio this day, kind of thinking with an open mind because I had stuff that I wanted to be mixed because really and truly I can produce anywhere. I didn't really, but I got I have all my stuff with me even now. Do you know what I mean? So. Recording things wasn't really my main aim, but at the same time, when you have the ability to make five songs in an hour, like it's always in the back of your head. So I was like, oh shit, should I make new shit? Should I work on that stuff? Blah, blah. And then, like, I also told a few different people that, like, just to come down to the studio and either other producers to have their touch on the thing. Because yeah. I like to bring people into yeah, stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. I think when you can, I think because I've always been able to do everything myself, I enjoy it most enjoy seeing how bringing our peoples into thing changes something yeah but like, i like that kind of more time we come with a spine mm, to the mm, artist mm, we come mm. with the spine of the the vibe of the tune the tune mm. and then we don't necessarily say like do the certain thing that we want you to do like we're kind of interested in people and what mm. their minds can do mm. information mm. or whatever yeah like... so, and a lot of the time it comes out sick because it's like people we work with are sick like the spine sick so usually it comes mm, out mm, mm. Yeah. like i don't make songs where i talk about rubbish that isn't real to myself mm. in my life so straight away that eliminates a lot of the potential for me to make songs i'm not going to make 100 million love songs so at that same time i like to see what other people are thinking to say at the point in which they hear this other thing that I have, that's kind of another factor of bringing other people into it. So, mm. Yeah. It's... So what happened the rest of the day at Red Bull? Because I know that you did that day and that wasn't the last day uh, that well, you was in there. Why not? Like, there was an engineer that was, like, we had Brendan Harden, the manager of the studio, yeah, for the yeah. day. So we had him mix something. He had it. We recorded three yeah. other songs that so day we nice. blasted yeah we just had we just did a lot of stuff <laughs> yeah. today we had some we had a couple of interviews that day but we got on really well with the engineer that was there just kind of he was just doing work experience there really like he he was he works for another audio company so it was more just a, him getting his engineering stripes up but i got on really well with him and because he was working there like he we only actually properly met up this week, two days ago. But then I went back to Red Bull. I was there with Brendan again, like first time I've seen him since. So now I've been talking about getting in there, us doing an indie album there and stuff. But now we have Ben. So it's not like, I don't really need, as I said, with the Red Bull thing, I was always talking I didn't actually really need to go there. So I tried to make the best use out of that day that I could, which was to have the song mixed and stuff. Now was, the new yeah, best is to have one of the engineers from Red Bull be able to do all my stuff whenever I need to. 
and he's at a point in his musical career where he doesn't want to make new stuff he wants to work on another artist who mm. pumps out stuff so we're at a good and this is what i mean it's just meeting, this meeting people from the music that now we're now in a completely different position no. you know what i mean like yeah red bull is so Brendan's a big supporter of our stuff. Uh, yeah, like, love to read. Yeah, Brendan's the guy, man. So, but we don't, we both live on different sides of London. We don't really have time to be going there as much as we wish we could. So, yeah. like, we're all about creating our own stuff anyways. We're in the process of getting stuff together for our building, getting our film company stuff together. So, like, we don't need to go anywhere. We can just build our own empire. That's the plan. Yeah. Kelvin, following on from your uh your twitter yeah rant yeah does it come from a fear that you guys are, might be slept on or that you aren't as, as appreciated as you should be um no it's not a fear at all i'm not i'm not scared about us or whatever um i feel like it's like um you have to believe in yourself of course and i believe that the time is gonna come um it's more of like it's a i'm just sort of saying what I I feel like I was like feeling and a lot of people are feeling in the same position as me and that a lot of people have been like fucking can find <laughs> those videos of like Kanye ranting when he was like a producer about how he's going to be the sickest rapper in the world and that people are not trying to hear him like it's like it just doesn't matter at the end of the day, but it's has it's things that have to be addressed. Like yeah, I don't like guys, please don't forget yourself. And that's like we haven't forgotten ourselves, so we're not worried. We yeah. know everything's coming, and yeah. we're waking up with emails every. You know, what I mean, we're at a different point, yeah. so we're not worried about us. It's just guys. It's like, just we're watching it. We're watching our friends ignore other friends for no reason, and we're just baffled. And it's just like yeah, guys, like. But yeah, no, nah, that's what that's what it, that's what it is. It's not really fear at all. It's like just more of like not not just like awareness kind of thing. Like sort of like I just feel like we need to empower each other like a lot more. And it's, that's what that's kind of like what I wanted to for people to to come across. I think it's fair yeah. to assume that people, if you said this to somebody who didn't really know what you're talking about, they'd be like, "But it's just a retweet. Like it's not that deep. Yeah. But why is it that deep?" Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, like. I think the coolest thing as a musician is that the fan mail from people that have absolutely no reason to be listening and they say things like songs have helped them through mad times. Like, it's mad. And then we have people that are friends that they we never really knew them, like people that went to our school and stuff. And like we had one girl that she basically got kidnapped, had a whole taken situation. Wow. Like, and since Liam that time, Neeson she's said. been in a rough place. But our music helped her through a long time. Like I released the Chances album because when I went to see her, it cheered her up for me to say that I'll do it. You know what I mean? Like little things like that push us more. And I don't know. I think we just we will always kind of be true to ourselves in that aspect. How we just hope it's reflected and how it's received as well. Like mm. we just like to be able to continue like the one you said about the one retweet thing like we can see the stats that when it gets shared by three four people it reaches people out in countries we've never heard of like so what, it's one just, person can retweet it and that yeah. could boost it up by a yeah. hundred players yeah yeah, yeah. i'll tell you people. what the, the, when we actually blew up as says like to the point where we were getting like ten thousand plays a day and stuff. Like piece. it was months after I stopped releasing hip hop jazz things, and one account that was named after Nuja Bears, like reposted the album. Now Nuja Bears passed away. God rest his mm. soul. Like everyone that was following that page thought that was actually his profile. So for this profile to now repost hip hop jazz stuff, everyone was like, "What?" So that's where all our Japanese fan base came from. Blah blah. blah. Like. That was where our fans came. But I've always been aware that was one person. Yeah, it's, it's the most fuck thing to realise that like, you are that literally one, one click yeah. of a button yeah. away from everyone yeah. in the whole wide world. Exactly. Yeah. And, Just one and so click. That's, yeah, like, that's we're not shy bothered. to share. Yeah. yeah, we're not shy to be that person, to try and be that person for someone else. But 
people are withholding just doing that one simple thing for no reason, no actual reason aside from that. want to mess up I, the feed, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, bro, you don't even have to leave it up. Like, yeah, that's like, the thing. You can, yeah, I repost things yeah. and then I take things off because I like the way that our page looks and we have like 80 songs up there. So it just looks messy if I then have like batches of people. Mm. So, but that's not the point. The point is within that time, I know that if we repost something, Grime Daily might repost it. So little things like that then makes like a big boost to someone else. I don't need to know them. It doesn't make that much of a difference because I can just forget and go about my business. But I like to think mm. that the way someone else nice to me, yeah, like and with the rest of the world, yeah. I can do that for them with here in England. You know I, what I mean? Everything, that's... everything like can't like I think karma is real. Everything comes back to you. Everything you put into the universe will come yeah, back like, to you. Like use your platform. Just like yeah, if you're putting out support, like you're bound to get support. If you're putting out, you know what I mean? Mm. Just simple really cool boy stuff so how do you like for an artist who is trying to uh build up their platform like what what's the best way to go about it like what's what's some of the things that you guys Mm. are doing aside from collaborations Mm. with other people use the internet um which is something like we like aren't the best at doing but it's very important to be to like the internet is something that like has only come about like we don't realize it's only come about like the last like what two Decades? Two decades, like, something two like decades, that. Really. Like I didn't even have internet till I was fifteen. Yeah, right. do you know what I mean? Boy. And like, and it's like, like people. Some people's lives is sad. Like people that are like a lot younger, still in school, and that you see some people's lives are actually the internet now. It's mad. It's so mad. Like, like Instagram, everything is there. Is is their life right now? It's sad, but as as an artist, as a designer, as a whatever, like. You take advantage of that because there's a lot of like people, a lot of attention in in here, like a lot of sort of mindless attention, and take advantage of that. I feel like a lot of artists that have in the recent decades have just like blown up overnight, or like you know what I mean, like things like this. It it's sort of it's like it's like a it's like a short new shortcut to like fit like the whole grind that artists would have had to do. But isn't it worrying that as quick as you rise? you can quickly fall again of course yeah that exactly that's the curse of it as well that's the curse of the internet that you have to that's another important thing that i think you have to have like real 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 like make sure you have real life stripes not just on online um things like have real life things that you can document online so that when maybe that when maybe when the the mindless people are onto something else that your real life is still set up there. Mm. Like that's the that's, that's the whole thing. way we. Yeah. That's the whole reason we. You have to find the balance. Yeah, yeah, you can't you can't try and rely purely on the internet. No way. But it's the same way you can't try and rely purely on music. Like if you try to make all your money from just music, you're going to have a tough time. Uh, and it's going to be. Hard. Why would you make more work for yourself? When yeah. you can literally just yeah. Lit things yeah. Up? Nowadays you have to yeah you have to juggle more. You have to find the balance between shit. And what would you guys do if the internet just disappeared? If uh, what if whatever wherever the internet is plugged into, yeah. if someone just pulls that plug, what would you guys do? I would, I would start reading, a lot. <laughs> I I don't read like I'm. I really don't read. I should read. Um, I, I should read. And I've been meaning to. So I I reckon I'll just like live in a library. Yeah, like yeah. I would and and just like just, acoustic instruments, bro. Acoustic yeah, bass. I was gonna say like, I'm I'm you know I mean? well, both the worst for people Very that fun. have so much going on with our phones. Our phones are always consistently blown up, and we just leave them because we can't take it. It's just like, God, this is yeah. what it's expected no, of us no, to have know, to deal with this you, stuff on a daily. People video. need to clock how fun life is before you actually have a <laughs> yeah, mobile like, phone. Like when you're like 11, 12, 11, like you'll be entertained, yeah, by anything. You'll be like out on the street kicking a ball up against the wall. You'll be going on wall. Like people, like like yeah, like when you get a phone, it's like you. That's like it's like you're a prisoner. It's like it's responsibility. It's, 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 it's portable responsibility. It's, it's, <laughs> it is fucked. Like because before before that, like it's just like life. I don't know. I feel like the the government needs to shut off for like a month. But I'm not saying putting that on blast. But <laughs> just you know what I mean. And there's days where I leave my house without my phone, yeah, and I feel guilty. Yeah. Like I leave, and I'm like I'm scared. Like oh shit, I don't have my phone. Like yeah. what if something happens? Or like, I mean? you know how what? am I gonna well, find it's, something? It's what phones it's have spooky. become to us. Like I'm the hardest person. I'm a tech guy, so I love tech, but I hate what I know is done to us. But at the same time, like mm. 
we basically have like phones are extensions of our arms like they spoke years ago of what it would be like to have that and we have it and in this box in our hand we have the capability to get a whole life and literally plan things and move things on play games and say like that's kind of a good thing but it's all the other things that have come with it. Like, we still don't know how bad phones really are for us because they haven't actually been around, they been that, around long. that long. Like, how can we have data that's 100 it's years nuts. long without 100 years of data? We can't. It's nuts, so, it's nuts, it's nuts. little things like that, like, they don't stop me from doing things. Like I said, I love tech, but we need to just kind of tailor how much time we're willing to put into stuff. Like, I came off social yeah. media mainly because I didn't want that to be my life. I didn't want. Yeah. random strangers I think they have an intake yeah. uh, something to do with me and yeah. they don't and like, it's, it's ridiculous bro it takes it takes. it's almost like taking control of like normal of you being a functioning human like mm. m- like when you're outside um, I do this as well when you arrive somewhere you won't even knock, knock on, on the, the door. door you'll text them saying I'm outside like you, you're, you're completely like under under the like what do you call it under like the phone's control like you, do, you won't even physically use your body to knock on the door like it's just like it's nuts I pe- like we need to moderate it like we're all fucked but Saz <laughs> feels like real human can like human communication that's what Saz feels yeah. like as a collective yeah, yeah 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 it doesn't feel like in terms of the production of music mm. because you only sample yourself and it's all instruments and stuff mm, yeah. it sounds organic yeah, the but, artists that you feature it feels organic yeah. so it's like that kind of is mm, what mm. Saz is all about yeah. that yeah. organic yeah. communication 100% yeah, live, like, real life connections like not just featuring with people because they're hot or whatever or because you like their sound actual real life organic creations like yeah. Yeah. everyone's tried to portray a particular image or anything as I said I've had the key to happiness and I'm happy my days are fun I have a great life do you know what I mean I'm not <laughs> actually bothered about anything going on it's like, I mean that comes across like but I still go through things because I'm human I still whilst I know I can do everything I still create my own barriers in my head that I need to work on mm. as a person to get up do you know what I mean little things what but, are some of those barriers uh, okay so like for example, the the project we told you that we we didn't really get to release anything from it. Now, one of the songs on that, it took myself. I don't like. It took me about five months to get this song finished and released. And most of it was because I kept telling myself that I didn't have the knowledge to make it sound as good as I wanted it to sound. Don't get me wrong. Within that time frame, I taught myself, and now I'm at the point where I'm much better. But that was a barrier I put in myself. No one else was making that barrier. No one else was like, yeah, I could have asked other people to help me. and But I don't know. Like, I was making things half myself. And that's what people are guilty of doing the most, like, making barriers for themselves. Yeah. And, like, me as a person, I like to push people through their barriers, as I said before. But at the same time, like, that doesn't mean I'm not human. I still... It doesn't mean I don't go through my own troubles and... It, just because I have things going well for me, that doesn't mean that I have, have days where I wake up and I don't want to actually move. The, I don't know. I leave the blinds closed. Do you know what I mean? Because I'm human. <laughs> Everyone's human. Like, we all go through this shit. Like, that's, that's cool. Like Trust me, man. Vampire days. But yeah, no, it's cool. Like, we've all been, we all, we've all been in dark places, unmotivated places. But um, I guess, like, what we, example from the power is that we can, whatever happens whatever goes whatever go through like you will come out of it and with and even better is the time that you are going through whatever you're going through make the best use of that i like create something with it music uh because i like i don't get me wrong most of our powerful songs and shit like scum and all of that is like big fuck-ups that have happened to us in our lives everything as I, as Zane said all everything's real everything's that we talk about is like personal or like something that our One friend has happened friends do you know what I mean? so yeah like i feel like i forgot what i was saying but um <laughs> um yeah no yeah yeah i've caught it now yeah so it's like it's all it's all personal so i don't think that i even forgot i actually you forgot you have to cut that <laughs> that's cool i'm keeping it in that you keep cutting cut one in. Edit. um cool. 
Oh, but now you made me forget what my fucking <laughs> next question was. How do you juggle? You both at university. Yeah. yeah How do yeah. you juggle the music with your real life stuff? Because obviously, Kelvin, you got yeah. the modeling stuff going yeah. on as well. Yeah, yeah. But you were like a devoted yeah, boyfriend yeah, as well yeah, yeah. at the same time. I'm a devoted boyfriend too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Shout, shout out to, yeah. to my yeah. wife. Shout, shout out to wife. both the wifeys. Yeah. yeah, shout out to how yeah. do you How do you juggle with all of that like uni <laughs> life stuff? Okay, first year, I never went to uni i was that's basically when i met kelvin and we were obviously doing all this music stuff like i just come off the back of a gap year i was traveling and doing my business stuff and i i just was never there second year half the year i was never there <laughs> and then things went very wrong obviously everything i missed had caught up with me mm. my shit grades were like oh fuck like i'm gonna get kicked out of uni and i was like yeah. but at the same time i had a car crash which did two things. Once made me have to. It this to is make, Portugal. Nah, this is um, this was my little Fiesta, my first car. Here. Yeah, here. Wow. Motorway. I won't go into the story, but long story short, I had to get a new car, and I had to spend all my money and get money off my mom and ask literally everyone under the sun to get a new car because I was going to uni in Hatfield and I was still doing all the music stuff and I still I've always been active so I still had everything I needed to do now I wanted to drop out of uni so I didn't hand in any of my projects then a week after the deadlines I sat with my mum and my girl throughout that whole week and they kind of just sat there with me made sure I did it like they helped me got me back on track then that was one of the barriers I set up for myself I didn't want to go to uni but I had a deal with my mum that after my travelling I would have to go and do a degree so i've always been doing it against my will and the hardest mm-hmm. thing for myself Same. to do is something i don't want to do i don't struggle to do anything but this is another barrier like i was making barriers for myself mm. like i wasn't doing the work but i was telling myself that i couldn't do it not because and i knew i could do it and then i was getting upset with my circle i thought shit i'm not <laughs> as smart as i was two years ago like, like I'm tell- do you know what i mean i'm making up my own barriers and shit and i had to push through that now my grades are great i'm on my last semester now I'm still like never there, but I have a balance now. I'm not like, mm. I get things in, everything's it. good. That's you know what I mean? It. Like you have to, it's the balance. You have to try and do both. Mm. That's how you will progress at the same time as having fun. Because yeah. you can have lots of like, when I don't have work and I'm not, and I'm just doing music, I tend not to make as much stuff because not much is going on in my life. I can wake up and do nothing all day. But when things are Izzy, I have to try mm. record this. I have to write this now. I have to do this. Fit it in where I can. Like during exam periods, I always make like a whole new album because I'm trying to procrastinate because I'm a massive procrastinator. <laughs> but if I'm procrastinating, doing things that are good for oh, us, yeah, dude, yeah, yeah. that reminded yeah. me of what I was saying. Yeah. So when you're going through that procrastination shit, do creative stuff. Don't waste it. Um, yeah. Go on, carry mm, on. Yeah. Procrasti- <laughs> procrastination <laughs> time <laughs> is the best time yeah, for creativity like, because. You're gonna do it anyways. Yeah. Like. No, yeah, me, I dropped, I dropped out of uni actually like a month ago. Um, but I'm coming back in September. I was doing um music computing, which is very beneficial. So I'm gonna actually come back, um, because it's like related with the music. So it's kind of good because my uni life is a bit more related to what mm. I like. Um, but I just wasn't going in. Like things were getting a bit busy. Obviously, like with the with the thing with the modeling thing is that it's all it's very last minute and it makes me miss a lot of just have to put everything down at any point to do because it's like usually the day before i find out and get a job but obviously it's for like like nice sum of months so you have to has that stuff ever conflicted with the music so like you've got yeah what like an important music thing to do but then someone's just called you and said hey we need you for a shoot or to walk or something mm, flexible like yeah it's flexible because i can sometimes i've been able to say when i'm like not in the area like i can't go to this or whatever but if it's yeah. like if it's big money and shit i've never turned it down but i mean like to be honest i'm not i'm not at that level where it's like really crazy 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 busy 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 i'm flying everywhere like it's been my first year it's been my first year signed so but it's getting better and better so hopefully that would be good and it's like it's really beneficial as well because in terms of marketing myself it's helped me market myself which then uh, my music is a byproduct of that i make that my my music's in the bio of everything I make sure my agency push my music as well, like send it out, whatever. Like I've done videos and shit because people know that I make music, like casting directors. So like trying to, like it is, the the it's not the same, necessarily the same industry, but they've coincided together well. They're very related, very related. So 
it's um it's actually been really good like really beneficial for the music like in terms of meeting people like that are in the fashion industry but they also own a radio station you know what i'm saying like yeah, just yeah, meet yeah. a lot it's a great opportunity to meet a lot of like great people in mm. fields that could help you and you could help them which makes me happy because uh, that's what we like that's what we're all about outside mm. of that how do you make opportunities for yourself like mm. Opportunities like just get out on the street, go out yeah. and meet people, talk to people, talk to people. Biggest thing, like, as I said, that Dude summer people. that I spent just talking to old people. Like, mm. well, yeah, why did you go traveling? What, what, what made you traveling decide uh, to go traveling? Well, I had done all my exams to go union south from South Florida, yeah, University of South Florida to the English and history, had all my. SATs, ACTs, all those stupid exams, spending literally six, seven hours in exams. And for whatever reason, I chose not to go. Don't know where it was that I could say it was my long-term girlfriend at the time, but it wasn't that because she was telling me to go. So, like, I don't know, like, for whatever, but pivotal moment in time because that, the last four years would have been completely different. The whole time meeting Kelvin, everything, my whole life would have been a completely different time because I wouldn't have been mm. in the past five years. Mm. Now, after that, I got depressed. I stopped going to school. Like, I did finish my A-level stuff, but at the time, I just got depressed. And then, kind of, within that time frame, when I got out of it, I thought, you know what? Let me just do things. So I found Fly this... Out. Yeah, I found this site... Uh, this gap year agency thing and they had like things to do is like teaching. I thought, oh, I did some teaching for the BBC. That was fine. I'll do that. I saw China. I thought, oh, I want to go to China. That sounds cool. So I did that. And then like from China, I met, I went to a foreign bar a couple of cities over and met people from all over the world. Like that just gave me a network of people I could go stay with. So then I, bless you, came Thank back, you. started working. As I said, my granddad passed, left work. I had all this money and when I was working, I didn't see anyone because I was just working six, seven days a Chasing week making money. money. So, making money. yeah, I had money and time and I thought, fuck it, let's just travel and do this. continue on yeah. meeting people, chilling with people. I've always been good at just talking to people and that's where I get most of my jobs, that's where I get most of everything, like talking to people, just being willing to have a conversation. Yeah. Like, that's like last week uh, I had Barney on and he said he said a fact that which kind of like baffled me was like we walk past two million people a day. If you go to central London, mm, you walk mm, past wow. two million people a day. Exactly. And you think about how many people you speak to, yeah. probably wow. count that on two hands. Yeah. yeah. Maybe yeah. one. Literally. So it's like imagine if we Even just Even less to... as time's going on, like McDonald's have just changed to in screen to order your food now. So like really like you know, you know what I mean? connection they don't want you to connect and like <laughs> they don't want you to nah, lige, lige. they don't want us to connect with each other like and i've like i feel like that's why they're making everything so like robotic which is but it's obvious like they don't want us to because when we connect when the, the people not talking about the people connect we become powerful and as i and relating back to my tweets and shit like that's the main point. That's what makes me angry the most. Like when the people connect, when we actually take are bothered to like sort of put down our walls a bit and just feel be like this person, I don't know what they've been through, whatever. Just get like whatever. Connect. We become powerful, become mm. connected, like linked, like networked, whatever. Like we become powerful, but like but we're bigger, like more people together. That's why I look at the people. 60s and I'm like, oh shit, that time was so fucking nang. Do you know what I mean? Like, but even, like, then, just, but like, even then, like like even we look at where people were banding together and we can't forget that there was a lot of struggling both here in America, like with music industry, with mm. everything. Like there was a lot of power plays that with all the racisms being hide and, and shit. Like that was, there's always been problems, but right now we're at a time where there's a lot less problems and people are making problems. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, and that's what's bothering us. Stop making problems, rather. We we live in a time where we can all hear conversation, but instead we have to read ten million articles about Kanye ranting about little things. Uh, it's, it's just a bit tiring, really. It's like we have the platforms, but we're not using them. 
<laughs> it's a self-perpetuating yeah, cycle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like you have all the resources to yeah. make change, yeah. but, you but just, you're not gonna you do it. Can't, can't, but yeah, yeah. can't do it. Yeah, like, and I know there's barriers. I'm not ignorant to the barriers, but it's but it's definitely a mental yeah. barrier. Yeah. Like, no, so yeah, it's a mental barrier. At the end of the day, like men, the natural man is greedy. They want to be at the top of everything. So the mental barrier is always there with like from the bottom to the top of society. Like mm. it's a sad truth, but mm. like. It's a, it's a, it's a like an ongoing. I guess that's what like progression is like. On trying to fight off the natural, yeah, like pa- that parasitical <laughs> tendency. Does that, that tra- work? That tra- yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? The train of thought. Do you know what I'm saying? That, that e- just that ego shit. Yeah. Do you think mm. that robots t- doing all of those jobs is really a bad thing? Because I can't. Mm. I look at it and I'm like, oh shit, robots. But then I'm like, nah, wait, nah, 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 it's nah, McDonald's. I, I don't want yeah. no one to yeah, work yeah, in McDonald's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah the, the people that work in McDonald's have dreams too, and they yeah, have exactly. things. True. If there's no. no more shitty retail jobs for people to work, I, like they I, are forced and backed into a corner true. to do something where mm. they're like, they have to take a risk because mm. it's that or mm. nothing. Trust yeah, me. I'm, yeah, I'm, no, I'm not worried about the robot uprising because me streams as I said I'm a tech guy and I look at the real world applications and I see Anarchy. it makes sense <laughs> it? Like, I, it just makes sense it's just logical it wasn't done before because they couldn't do it before that yeah. was all it was they the only thing that yeah. worries me about it is the lower class people yes it's like this just, if you're lower class you're going to you're going to become extinct because it's like mm. if you mm. don't have the skill set if you're lower class and you can't pay for education mm. you don't have the skill set mm. or the certificates or mm. fucking mm. qualifications mm. to go do mm. some other job you're going to be obsolete and mm. and mm. Yeah. The, yes. the, the corporations it's, don't give a fuck about that yeah right? yeah that's that's it's, where it's, obviously that's a social problem though this is a social class system problem mm. like what happened it's always been fucked it's a new problem it's, it, I think it is a new problem because if there's no working class jobs what are yeah. we going to do with yeah obviously that would 80% be, of yeah, the but population think yeah, about that would completely like, every, re- every recession previous to like the, part, the ones within the past 20 years or so like looking back in history even in the 80s and stuff when think about Thatcher time and all that there weren't jobs and then we had to create new jobs. Like every turn of the century in terms of technology, in terms of business, in terms of things, like this is where we see change. And right now it's, yeah, scary because there's jobs being able to do jobs that, machines being able to do jobs that previously would get people to do. Like lots of people. Lots of people. <laughs> and the amount of things we can do is slowly dwindling. Like industries are changing to more technological things, but. From having a tech company straight away, you're making a company that works on a basis of having most times less than ten people. Mm. So it's it's a constant battle. I don't know the answer yeah. to the question, but I think none of <laughs> yeah, us know the answer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like right now, it's just like within being aware of what's going on, us trying to make something for us i think we have it hard right now because we can't even buy houses the way that our parents could when they came to this country it's so straight away with little things like that we have a whole new set of barriers that mm. we need to be dealing with yeah. on an individual basis but there's gonna come a time where maybe there's enough housing never enough housing or maybe that do you know what i mean there's, there's always gonna be battles it's just it, how can we make the most sh- how can we sh- distribute all the corruption and shit. Yeah, how can we distribute and the corruption? Yeah, and yeah. Still kind of have yeah, a happy life. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, stereo. So, what's the aim for Saz going forward? To, um, I feel to get to a position personally that we can actually let go and do, do this, be in that position where we are either like supported financial, whatever, like to be able to fully do have full creative freedom and just always be making music um not just music uh creating waves like you know what i'm saying everything mm-hmm. everything because like with that we will individually like, i've got i've got a clove uh clothing line coming out very soon like, i've been so su- been sort of subliminally talking about it putting it out there um, that's out it's, it's not, out there no it's not out now there. the word is out there mm, yeah. So, yeah, now yeah, it is yeah you yeah, just yeah, said it. yeah yeah it's gonna be called the the purgatory collection but it's just gonna be a little collection gonna come with like visuals everything so we can see the whole art, artistic direction creative direction mm, mm. styling everything and like it will be <coughs> the first of many mm. things like yeah we just we we've got we've we just planned to be able to 
do everything one you've got. Thi- yeah. But then there's different scales of things because we both have our lines, etc. But then we want to be able to do things like open schools and do, do you know what I mean? Like all sorts of different goals. Those are really the goals for Saz. Like open and being school. happy in every time and being able to yeah just create things whether yeah. it be business things or things to help and just be, be co- yeah be comfortable live off be our com- minds we want to mm. live off our minds ultimately mm. that's yeah. the fucking goal mm. yeah that's the, the goal. fucking goal man mm. boys thank you for coming in and chatting to me i really Pleasure. appreciate it Pleasure. everyone that comes through always plays me out on keys um but there's two of you so on i don't keys. know what the fuck oh, we're gonna do do you, do you wanna, do you wanna do you jump on keys and take, yeah, we've got a guitar on, as well